Jazzcast Pros. Today's show is actually on seasonal affective disorder. It's a type of depression that's related to the changes in the seasons. The lack of light, people are affected by the change in the seasons. This is a time of year where a lot of people are not doing well. Many people have lost friends and family due to COVID. Some are completely alone for the holidays. So when you you think about coming together this year, really be mindful of those that may be experiencing and dealing with grief and loss. You know, that time of reminiscing and remembering those that you've lost and what that means to you and how the holidays are different now. That's real. Welcome to Living the Front Seat Life. I'm your host, Kelly Marie, and I invite you to take this journey with me. We're going to be talking about all things mental health and emotional well-being. You see, I am a overcomer. If you are interested in figuring out the path for you to determine how and where you will drive your future, this is the place to be. We get to determine the ride. We may not get to determine the weather or who's on the road with us or if it's going to be a scenic route or not, but we are the drivers. So join me on this ride, living the front seat life. Now, this is the first episode of season three, and I would be remiss if I did not mention LISC and their sponsorship of me through the Rubinger Fellowship. This is the last month of our fellowship. We're getting together this week to go over our projects and talk about the learnings of the year. And LISC poured into Front Seat Life. And because of their fellowship, I was able to embark on this endeavor to start a podcast. So thank you to LISC for believing in mental health and believing in the work that I'm doing. Because without you, we probably would not be here at Living the Front Seat Life podcast. It is day eight of my sugar-free lifestyle and I'm feeling much better. I cannot tell you guys, first of all, thank you for the shout outs um, and the love for me during this, this time of decreased sugar intake. That's not the topic for today, but I just wanted to give you an update that I am still at it. It's day eight for me. I'm feeling much better. My head is clear. I physically am feeling better. I'm, I'm not under the weather like I was a few weeks ago. Thank goodness. And I have made it through the rough patch, like the the tough times. Although I will say I was cleaning the other day and came across a couple of cough drops. And that was like my knees got a little weak. I don't know why cough drops were my weakness in the moment, but I wanted those cough drops. I can't tell you how much it took for me to not eat the cough drops, but cough drops have a lot of sugar in them. And so... I didn't need them. I wasn't coughing. My throat wasn't bothering me. I just saw the cough drops and they looked delicious. I threw them in the garbage because I knew that they would be my downfall. So that is really as close as I've come in the last couple days to eating sugar. That's it. I'll keep you guys posted. The goal is two weeks and I believe it's doable. But even after the two weeks, once I um, allow myself to integrate some sugar back into my diet, I don't know that I will. We'll see. 
I have not cut out natural sugars. So those are still a part of my diet, but I have cut out processed sugar. So no candies, no sweets, no baked goods. I haven't, you know, died from lack of sugar intake. And so it, it, it is possible. It is doable. And day by day, we'll see. So today's show is actually on seasonal affective disorder. It's a type of depression that's related to the changes in the seasons. And with the time change that occurred, you know, we lost an hour. The lack of light for many of us, it's dark very early in the evening. People are affected by the change in the seasons. And so usually it happens in the fall and in winter months, but it can happen other times of the year. But that's really the, like those, those are the two big times of the year where seasonal affective disorder kicks in. And it's a legit medical diagnosis. You know, it's not just a case of the blues. It's, it's truly a medical condition. So I'm going to give you some symptoms of seasonal affective disorder. It normally appears in, in late fall or early winter, and it begins to go away when the days are longer, the sun comes out. And so you may feel depressed most of the day or nearly every day, um, losing interest in activities, having low energy, problems sleeping, um, changes in weight or appetite, feeling sluggish, difficulty concentrating, a sense of hopelessness or, or worthlessness, even guilt, and um, having frequent thoughts of death or suicide. Now, those are just some of the signs and symptoms. You don't have to have them all and you don't have to have one uh, more pressing than the other. Uh, now, what people call winter depression, because that's a thing, which is fall and winter seasonal affective disorder. Uh, you get a lot of oversleeping, weight gain, tiredness, low energy, um, those high cravings for um, those uh, high carbohydrate foods. This is more than just, you know, a case of the blues. It's actual medical diagnosis. And there is a change in how you act, how you feel, how you move, um, and how you relate to the world around you. So it's normal to have, um, you know, some blue days, you know, some days where you're down, some days when, you know, you're just feeling funky, you know, maybe it's rainy and cold or it's the first snowfall. Although I will tell you, I love a good snowfall. I know that my feelings towards winter are not the usual. I do love winter, and I don't believe it's because I'm born in December, um, but there's just something about that that snow when it hits the ground. It's just absolutely beautiful. And, you know, you may find that um, if this is something that affects you, talk to your doctor, first of all. You know, give your doctor's office a call, schedule an appointment, psychotherapy, uh, light therapy. Those are medication are some of the um, things that are used to help people that are dealing with seasonal affective disorder. You know, I, I try and focus on mental health and stay really away from diagnoses and, you know, mental illnesses. But it's important to note that this is something that affects a lot of people. And as the seasons are changing, I thought it would be a great idea to just bring that to your attention. But also, this is a time of year where a lot of people are not doing well. We are back uh, with meeting and being around friends and family again, and many folks will be celebrating Thanksgiving and getting together with friends and family, some for the first time in almost two years. And uh, it's not always a great time of the year for people. And so outside of seasonal affective disorder, there is just your regular grief, 
that you may be experiencing due to the loss of a loved one or loved ones. Many people have lost friends and family due to COVID and other life circumstances, cancer, you know, accidents, just everything that, that has happened and was happening prior to COVID in addition to COVID. So when you, you think about coming together this year, really be mindful of those that may be experiencing and dealing with grief and loss. What I'd like to do is have someone come on and I've already put the call out there, but I won't announce until they say yes and we have a date. But I do have a grief counselor coming because I want them to talk about the stages of grief, how to grieve, why it's okay to grieve, and how to get through and, and, and live through the grief, especially during this time of the year. You'll see, you know, all of the commercials on TV, families are hugging and laughing and having a good time. And I just want to acknowledge and hold space for folks that this is not an enjoyable time of the year for them. And so it's not the same as seasonal affective disorder, but many people experience both. You know, that time of reminiscing and remembering those that you've lost and what that means to you and how the holidays are different now. That's real. And I want to give a shout out to one of the listeners. Big shout out to Wanda. She's always listening and always um, commenting and giving me feedback. And she's the one that actually brought up this topic of family and the holidays. And uh, so big shout out to you, Anna. Thank you for always listening and being there and giving all the great feedback. You are greatly appreciated. So when you consider what it means to be alone during the holidays, many of our um, older population have lost all of their family. Some are completely alone for the holidays. Others may be living in long-term care facilities or senior living, and they don't have their friends and family around them. Others of us may be a little bit younger, but we've experienced the loss of a parent or both parents, and this may be the first time that we are going through the holidays without them. Other folks have lost siblings. Several people, I'll say close to me, have lost siblings, and you know, the grief that they are dealing with is, it, it breaks my heart because I would love for everyone to take some joy and, and be joyful in this time. I'm not a big celebrator of holidays. I don't do Thanksgiving. I'm not into Christmas. But I do know that this is a time that families get together. Right? I, I love to be around those that I love. And even though I'm not big into holidays, I'm down for dinners. I am down for the get-togethers. I like to eat. They are a good time for me. And so you often have people and will You'll see this year, probably more so than years past because of COVID and the effects of the pandemic, you have those that still are not meeting, that are not gathering. And what that means to have lost folks, to finally have family that's gathering and you have decided for whatever reason, right? Either you're you know, high risk or maybe you have opted not to um, get the vaccination. And so you're keeping yourself apart from groups and the difficulty that arises with that. So as you are making your way through this season, I want you to remember to be kind to yourself. There is no right way to grieve. You may find that you lost someone years ago and, and this is the year, this is the time. It's never bothered you before, but it bothers you now. And that is okay. It's okay to grieve however it is you grieve. 
be kind to yourself. Be kind to those around you. If this is, you know, the most wonderful time of the year for you, just be aware that other folks around you may not feel the same way. And it has nothing to do with not celebrating the holidays and everything to do with the fact that they love to celebrate them. But the ones that they love are not here to celebrate with. So consider inviting someone to your family dinner. You know, I'm all about still masking and social distancing. If you have a big house, you know, I think it's great for folks to be able to get together. Um, COVID is unfortunately still real and still affecting many people. And so we have to, to continue to be cautious. We have to continue to be careful and find healthy ways to get together find healthy ways to gather. Uh, some ideas are, are having outdoor activities, hay rides and all that fun stuff, pumpkin picking, you know, apple picking, depending upon where you are in the country, you might be able to do some outdoor activities together as a family versus a traditional sit down dinner. What are some other things that you can do? Create new traditions. There's nothing wrong with creating something new that works for you. Maybe every year you did get together and this is the year that you want to go out for dinner instead of cooking or you want to go to the movies or maybe you know you're comfortable traveling and this is the year that you're going to go for a trip for the holidays. It's okay to create new traditions. I mean that's how we get the traditions that we have is someone had to create them right. Someone had to make it a thing. So make your own thing a thing and that's okay too. You know Another is to be open and honest with how you're feeling and what you're feeling. You may not really think that your emotions and where you're feeling is important to those around you, but sharing where you are really helps others figure out what it is you know you need to figure out where you are, to figure out how you're feeling and, and how you're doing. So sharing your needs, sharing your emotions, sharing where you are at this point in time really can be instrumental to building the foundations and building stronger relationships with new friends, with new family, with old friends and old family doing new things. So I'm interested in what you're doing for the holidays, what you're planning, how you're planning, and what are you doing different this year? Are you creating new uh, traditions? Are you doing something that you've never done before? Maybe it's not something that you're going to do every year, but maybe you're deciding to gather differently. So I'd love to know how you are managing this year, how you're planning this year, and what your friends and family are also getting into. I feel like, you know, the more we share information, the more we have these open and honest discussions, the more we talk about life, the more we are just transparent, the better off we are. And the easier it is for those of us that need help to ask for help. This is a great time to remember to be the light. Because for those that are in need, they need to know that you are a safe place. That they can come to you. That they can open up to you. So I encourage you to consider and, and really think about what it means to be the light in this season. How can you express kindness and grace and mercy and, and just showing love to other people? People that you don't know, people that you do know, you know, this is really a, a great time. Um, always is a great time. But as we're moving into this holiday season, it is a great time to really remember what it means to be the light. If you are in crisis and need someone to talk to, please call the Suicide Prevention Helpline. Their number is 1-800-273-8255. They are available 24 hours a day, seven days a week. 
even during the holidays. If you are in need of resources, you need, you know what you want, but you don't know where it is, you can call 211 on your phone. You can uh, go to your web browser and put 211 in the search bar and uh, the resources will pop up there. You can do a keyword search for the information that you're looking for. So until the next time, I encourage you to be the light and we will dive deeper into what it means to grieve and how to get through the grieving process very soon. Be the light, guys. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.